you struggling to make your first 100K or next? Are you pretending you're successful, but barely getting by? Are you tired of comparing yourself to millionaires and billionaires who make it look so easy? Welcome to First 100K, the number one entrepreneur voice in America. I talk about the important things that no one else is talking about, like how to make your first $100,000, because I believe this is where 90% of entrepreneurs get stuck. And I tackle the mental game of entrepreneurship that we all secretly struggle with but won't admit. My guests are successful entrepreneurs who share their mistakes, their number one fears, their daily habits, and their superpowers that push them over the 100K mark. I'm your host, your coach, your friend, Joseph Warren. I'm also a 10-time failed entrepreneur and the owner of two co-working spaces here in Tampa, Florida. This show was created for you the entrepreneur who's pushing to break through the elusive 100K milestone. Wherever you are in your business, you're just 100K away. Do you wish growing a business was easier? Are you feeling frustrated that it's taking so long to make your first 100K? I used to feel the same way until I discovered the one thing that was missing. It wasn't more marketing tips or strategies. It wasn't reading more business books and it wasn't learning more stuff. I could show you what's holding you back and blocking your success if you like. Typical side effects include higher income, peace of mind, loving relationships, real connection with God, freedom from addictions, purpose, fulfillment, and a brand new lifestyle. It all starts by scheduling a spiritual clarity call with me to get clarity on what you want right now in your life and to see if we wanna to work together. Visit josephwarren.net forward slash possibilities to learn more. That's josephwarren.net forward slash possibilities. Today, my featured guest is Allison Evelyn Gower. She is a Forbes featured copywriter, brand coach, and podcast host like myself. Allison shows online entrepreneurs how to write words that unleash their personality to grow a dream business of adoring fans. Let me say that again. That's important. Don't you want to write words that unleash your personality, to grow a dream business of adoring fans for your product. Originally from the world of commercial production, Allison went from freelance writer scattered between low hourly projects to charging premium VIP day rates. I know she's up to like 2K a day or more, $2,000. Don't you wanna make $2,000 a day, Startup Nation? Listen up, Allison's gonna share how and leading group programs packed with go-getter entrepreneurs obsessed with the power of websites, email, and sounds like real you words, Allison now loves nothing more than sharing lessons received from skyrocketing some of the biggest A-list brands, jumpstarting her students' marketing, and revealing seriously shocking untold stories from history on her podcast, Brand With Bite. What a great name, Brand With Bite. You can find her on the good old internet at allisonevelyn.com. That's allisonevelyn.com. Allison, welcome to your first 100K. Please go ahead and fill in some of the gaps in that intro, would you? Oh, 
Joseph, it is so good to be here. I was fist pumping as you were focusing on, don't you want a dream business? Do you want to charge $2,000 a day? I remember when I first heard that number, that sounded wild to me, but I only started doing day rates a year ago. And it's absolutely possible when we position the offer right, when you use the right words, you listening, I promise can absolutely do it. I'm going to talk about how today because it gets me so fired up. And in terms of the gaps, you know, I think it's funny how our journey, every step we take, even if it felt wild or scattered, we look back and it led up to this business we're meant to have. So when I was running around with walkie talkies and getting clients Perrier, oh my gosh, like filming on sets, doing production, doing commercials, it led to learn so much that worked when I started freelance writing. And then all the things, even when I was scattered and stressed, it taught me so much now about what's actually the right business. So if you're feeling lost, if you're feeling scattered, my goodness, that just means you are figuring things out. You're on the right path, I promise, because it's definitely, for me, for every successful entrepreneur I know, it's funny how even we hear our bio now, featured in Forbes and all these great things, we know the mess it took to get here. Absolutely. <laughs> I like that. We know the mess it took to get here. And what you just shared in your story reminded me of Oprah's story, Oprah Winfrey, right? And how she worked, uh, you know, in the technical side of TV. She was behind the cameras doing all the, the gears and all that stuff. And then one day opportunity presented itself and I guess the star didn't show up uh, to give the report, the news and all that stuff. And they're like, we need someone on camera now. We need someone. Can anyone do it? And she put her hand up and said, I'll do it. And right there, her dream began. Right. So, so Startup Nation, I agree with Allison. Listen, you're doing the work right now. You're behind the lights. You're doing the non-glamorous work that it takes, but eventually opportunity is going to present itself and the timing is going to align. And before you know it, you're going to be doing what you love and you're going to do it with excellence. All right, Allison, let's get into your story. But before we do, go ahead and share something personal about you that very few people in your business life actually know. <laughs> you know what the first thing that comes to mind is? Um, in Ireland, I once shared a tuna fish sandwich with a lemur. That's what came to mind for me. <laughs> that, that is random. Okay, got it. Thank you for sharing that. Tuna You're fish welcome. sandwich with a lemur here on your first 100K. Yep. All right, let's get into your entrepreneurial journey. Um, we were just talking off camera about how just a few years ago, uh, you moved from the West Coast to the East Coast. You're now in New York City, my former stomping grounds. You're killing it in your copywriting business. Um, and really just kind of walk us through that journey. Why'd you make that big leap uh, across uh, from coast to coast? What was going on in your life? Walk us through that and how you got started in this business. Okay, well, let go. And I'll tell you, Joseph, because actually, you know what, my move, I've been, I was back here back and forth for a couple of years for some visits. I moved three months ago, officially. So this story is fresh, y'all, and it's kind of insane what I'm going to share, I promise, and relevant to business success. So in terms of my journey and how I actually got started, it's short version. I was on a set, we're on a commercial, we were filming, and I was icing cakes 
four cakes to be precise. They had to all look the same because if one cake got dropped, we had to have a backup cake because it was a Fortune 500 company and this had to be perfect. And as I'm icing the cake, there was a guy from this agency and I, he was taking notes and he was watching the scene. And I had met with him before, but I didn't actually know what he did. And I went over and asked him, what do you actually do? And he says, I'm a copywriter. And I, I, I seriously praise heaven above every day that I met him and that experience happened because it changed my life. When he said that, I went, wait, there's people who study a message, get to understand the human psyche, and you get to write words to them? And he said, yes. And I knew that was my calling forever. It was just an instant click. So I devoted every hour outside of work to research and podcasting. I would call random copywriters and ask if they would let me uh, just ask them questions and interview them on what I could do, how they had found their calling, and the uh, very kind people shared their insights with me. And eventually I got my first client off Craigslist. Yes, Craigslist. And uh, was able to make the leap eight months after I had that first copywriter conversation. So made the leap and now here we are five and a half years later. And really it went from freelance. I'd say the first few years of my business were freelance. Just taking on tons of gigs, writing, I mean, blogs. You know me, I'm that girl who's in the back, two iced coffees deep of the coffee shop, bent over with some horrible back, right? Rounded full on, typing away. That content. And while that felt like a really intense time and felt scattered, you know, and something you might be feeling right now, listener, but I'm so thankful because I worked on so much that I figured out all the things that were not meant for me. And I'm so glad I got to do so many projects that were not the right fit. And one of the things that finally hit for my purpose, and you'll maybe have had this moment or might have it, is I had a project where the feedback was, you know, Allison, this, this writing is great, but it's, I love it personally. It's too fun. It is too much personality, too much quirk. We need it more corporate. And my soul broke. It, that to me was the hardest, worst feedback I could possibly hear. And that showed my purpose. So sometimes I think we hear something negative or someone says, oh, I don't like this about you or I don't like this about your business. If it really triggers you, that's exactly what you're meant to be doing. So I cut out all corporate work that day forward um, in terms of those who want more of the formal robot version of writing and really turned a business that is all about personality and quirk and sass and sounding like a real human and who you are. And my right clients love that. Uh, they, they don't want me to tone it down. They want to crank it up. So Joseph, in terms of the journey in New York and the move, I'd been in that place for a couple of years. I had more of the writing sassy copy. Um, I had started day rates, which we'll definitely get into because they're a big ask and they're a huge part of how I hit my first 100K. Um, and I'm happy to, I will go into details there. Um, but to be honest, something that was going on in my life and what sparked price move, I'd always want to move to New York. I felt this calling and I really believe if we're called to go somewhere, if we keep feeling a nudge, there's a reason. And at the time I felt like I should be grateful, right? You know, I should be so happy. I, I live in San Diego, guys. San Diego, where there's perfect weather year round. And I have this amazing community I'm so blessed with. And yet I felt calling to be in New York. 
And then I was in a long-term relationship and um, I'm, I'm starting to talk about it, but we, it ended and we broke up and, you know, I had already been thinking about New York, but that just, it was this catalyst of, you know what, new change, new start. I, uh, it's crazy. I journaled a lot. I prayed about what I was supposed to do. Should I go to New York? And I literally said, give me a sign today. I need a sign. And a friend calls me and she goes, you know what? I was thinking with everything happening, you need to, you should move to New York. I swear. I didn't even ask. I didn't bring it up. And I went done, booked a ticket. And having been here, um, I've launched a podcast. I launched my first digital product, which sold triple what I expected. And I'm in the launch of my group program right now. And it's not all magic for how this happened. This is something, stuff anyone can do. And I would love to get into tips and strategies on exactly how you can do it. Because it's crazy that that's life, but it's possible. That is so cool. Thank you for sharing that story, Allison. And something I caught in what you said, there was many wisdom nuggets and explosions going on all <sighs> over the place there, right? <laughs> And, and Startup Nation, I know you're, you're taking notes right now. Um, something Allison said, she said, my, like you call them your right clients, meaning they're right for you. They're not wrong for you. And, and that was so subtle and you just dripped it in there real quick. But I caught that. Corporate accounts were your wrong clients. They broke your soul. <laughs> My soul was broken, y'all, like a ceramic plate shattered on the ground. But you know what's funny? I, when sometimes I say this to people often, and it's a really common response, I'll say, look, we got to get your website more specific. Say, I only work with mom entrepreneurs. I only serve male athletes. Get specific. And often the trigger, people go, oh, but, but I would accept other people. I would work with others. You know, I... And you're not, you're a good person. You're still a loving person if you pick a specific audience. You're not leaving anyone out. You're not being that clicky girl in high school, okay? You're not mean girls in it, but you're actually serving people better if you're really speaking precisely to who you serve. Like when I say, I work with online entrepreneurs that are done with sounding corporate and want to unleash personality and be themselves, it attracts the right people and they know to they know, okay, finally I found a fit. So you're really helping people because honestly, and, and listener, this could be you, usually when I ask people, okay, tell me, who's your audience though? And they'll say things like, well, if I really look at it, it's probably 80%. And if you're not a numbers person, just in general, kind of look at your latest client list, your latest student list, and they'll say, well, it is 80% this one audience. Y'all, if you have major 80%, all your writing should speak to that 80%. Because imagine if you doubled down and you spoke to them that strongly, how many more people you could be serving if you're already serving that many people and not even speaking so specifically to them. Mm. This is so powerful. And in my spiritual coaching business, um, I was challenged by some of my coaches like, Joseph, you're not specific enough with your audience. Like, who's your audience? And I was like, well, you know, business owners, right? And they're like, yeah, what type of business owner? And, and I really just had to start drilling down and, and we finally nailed it, which was okay. So I do spiritual coaching for Christian business owners, right? Cause I didn't want to hold back my faith, right? And some people don't want to hear that message. Well, they're not Christian. Got it. Okay. So Christian business owners and CEOs who are married with children, 
Why? Because they have a very specific set of struggles. They're trying to balance three things, their kids, their spouse, and God. And what they're actually, and their business, right? So, and, and what is actually, so what do you do, Joseph, for them? Well, I help them grow their business without stealing time from God, their spouse, or their kids, the three things that matter in their life. And I think that, you know, when people started hearing that, and Allison, you were one of them before you came on the show, you were like, oh my gosh, that's powerful. Like it just speaks right to it. What shows up for you in that? And, and I'm only saying this as an example, I'm putting myself on the, on, the, on the platform here, as an example for you, Startup Nation, how important it is to get clear and articulate who that person is, who's that 80% as Allison is saying. So Allison, when you read that, what showed up for you? Oh, so there's a lot of podcasts out there. There's a lot of coaches out there. And, you know, oftentimes you hear similar messages. I mean, Joseph, I, I look at a lot of websites and because mm -hmm. it's my passion and my obsession. And so much is like building a business. I'll help you grow. I'll help you expand. I just see this all the time, but it's not specific, especially as those words don't mean the same thing to everybody. So growing a business, what does that mean? Growing a course? Does that mean having a membership? Does that mean charging higher rates? Like what is that? It's so general. So when you said that, it spoke to me because as a spiritual person, as a Christian, as someone who was working, bring her faith more and more, because shoot guys, I have prayed my way to New York, to the perfect apartment, to the perfect office, to launching a podcast with names I still kind of can't believe agreed to come on. And it's, you know, that it's, it's so it's real. That's what's happened. It's, it is a part of my business. But you always, I always had this in my mind. How do I balance that? I want to make sure I'm bringing my spirituality, but I still obviously like 100K, that's the same with a podcast. And sometimes growing up, maybe we associated money with bad and mm -hmm. we, we get caught up. So when I read about stealing the stuff from God and time, I'm like, yes, that is the life I want to lead. I, yes, want to bring in funds and have a great business but not at the cost of my faith, not at the cost of the people I love because shoot, I mean, those first few years of freelancing, um, yeah, did not see so many friends. I was so burnt out all the time and I don't want that life anymore. And I think your message speaks perfectly to that. And the reason you're able to say that so specifically, like you just said, is because you picked a target audience. So you can't be that specific if you're serving tons of types of people. And the beautiful thing is there's different ways to pick an audience. So I love the of Christians and these other parts about them, but you can pick people based on even personality. You can pick them based on industry. There's so many ways to serve audiences. And one thing that I recommend is sometimes if it's hard, if you don't know who you want to serve yet, are two things. One, what are just other things you're really passionate about, whether it's your faith or whether it's a sport or whether it's a hobby. So maybe you're a graphic designer for yoga studios because you love yoga yourself and you're not, maybe you don't want to be a yoga teacher, but you want to integrate that into your business somehow. And two, who do you kind of feel some envy of, a little jealousy of? Like if you're scrolling <laughs> Instagram, someone either, you know, personally in business or, you know, someone really well established and famous and not envy in a bad way. I don't, I think envy can be used in a good sense, because if you're, if there's some envy on your heart, it means, okay, hold up, hold up. I don't have to feel jealous. What is it they have? What is it about it that attracts me? So if you see someone who's out there serving, 
I don't know, men veterinarians who specialize in rabbits, what if that's whatever your audience is, then that goes, oh, that's probably the sort of direction. And you can always change. I see so many people terrified to get specific with an audience. But you could change. You could try something for two months and then never talk about it again. That is the beauty of this online world. We can shift and we're never stagnant. You're not committing to anything for life. Mm, so good. All right, Allison, let's get right to it. Startup Nation has been waiting patiently for your top three tips and strategies that they can use right now to implement into their business and make their first 100K to break through that threshold, that ceiling this year. What do you got for them? What can they do? Oh, my ventricles are pumping at this. Okay, listener, with a curtsy, let me present my three strategies. Number one, okay. Whether you know your client or you just know your ideal client, I want you to do something I call the YouTube exercise. I just developed this because it was necessary for myself and my clients. So I recommend you go to YouTube. I want you to think about what's the real problem you solve for people? What's the problem that people are worried about? Is it uh, how to lose the final 10 pounds? How to do bookkeeping for my business? Whatever your thing is, problem, type it in YouTube as a question. I want you to go to the first two videos, top most watched, click them open. The actual video does not matter. Scroll down past it. Read the comments. So a lot of people, if you survey them or ask them to their face, the human brain wants to be kind. And usually they, they say what you think you want to hear. So if you ask them, oh, would you hire a bookkeeper? They're like, oh yeah, for sure. Because they know you're a bookkeeper, you know? But on YouTube, when people don't think they're being watched, the comments are real. This is when often the real questions, the real fears come out because they think no one is watching. So if you read these comments and people go, oh my gosh, I want to start bookkeeping, but honestly, I tried QuickBooks and it was so scary and so overwhelming. Guys, you have your perfect words right here that you can use on your website. They're handing you your copy. So instead of just saying, you should get bookkeeping help, you should get bookkeeping help, you can say, look, I know QuickBooks might be scary. Maybe you went in and it feels really overwhelming. Automatically, your listener has built trust with you because you don't need to have been on Forbes. You don't need to have been on these big outlets. Trust really comes from knowing someone gets your problem. So YouTube, this is a really powerful exercise. I highly recommend you do. Two, I want you to unleash more of your actual personality. So I know this can feel difficult uh, in terms of writing like how you sound. So one thing that I recommend, especially if you're just trying to work on something the next hour, if you're going to write a social media post this afternoon, record yourself talking through your day. Maybe you go, okay, what happened today? Um, or I had this client and da-da-da happened. Just start talking through maybe what you want to post about and then write, transcribe what you said instead of writing from scratch. Because when we go to write, I truly believe, this is my personal theory, we spent 18 years, maybe even more of our life before we went to college, being told to write formal, write without contractions, write formal, write a five-page essay, which was a lot of people fluffing up our words and adding all this jargon just to make it to five pages. So of course we get to writing about ourselves and it feels hard, of course, because we came from this world of school where you're conditioned for years and years. So when you record yourself and write that way, it's so much easier to actually write who you are. And three, 
I want you to get outside of your head. I want you to get outside and see yourself objectively. I have a lot of ways to do this, but here's one of my favorites that can really help you actually unleash your personality and write about yourself in a way that's probably going to connect with the right clients. Are you ready? I want you to look at your favorite brand, not in your industry. I want you to get outside the Instagram bubble. Do not look at other people in the same industry. Favorite clothing brand, clothing or shoes. And this doesn't have to be fancy. This is truly like, if you could wear this every day, don't think about money. What is your favorite brand? And I've had all students and clients, everything from anthropology to Patagonia. I had one of my podcast guests. He's like, I got to admit, it's Old Navy. And at first he actually felt shame. He said he felt weird about it. But then he realized, wait, wait, wait. But I like keeping things simple, keeping things basic. And Old Navy is still a massively profitable company, but is in a real down-to-earth way. And the thing is, often, however, you, whatever brand you love, what clothes you kind of like, that probably is how you describe yourself. So I'm Kate Spade. And Kate Spade, it's kind of quirky, but it's still very simple. And I like to keep things simple for my students. I like to be simple in my approaches. But is there quirk and zest and sass? Oh, for sure. Ridiculous. So look at your clothing brand. Look through their website to get that inspiration because I'm betting if you start doing that YouTube exercise, talking to your clients, if you really start to channel, okay, what's that favorite brand? How can that give you ideas of how to sound like you? Oftentimes, you're going to attract the other Patagonias of the world, the other Kate Spades of the world, the old navies, just by being yourself and owning that part of you. And that's going to get you to 100K. Unleashing your personality, you're going to be shocked how fast that can be you. And Oh, day rates, this is a fourth. If it's okay, add it in real quick. I did mention in the beginning I would help them with this. Try a day rate if you've been considering it and make sure to package it up. Don't ask the client, what would you like to do? Give them specific options. So for me, I literally say, okay, we're either going to work on your website, revamp a sales page, or write promo emails for you today. These are the three options. This is the process and it's done by the end of the day. So it's so specific. And so for you, there is something you can do in a day And people also like the speed of time. They will pay for that. So day rates is another great way to escalate for your first 100K. All right, Startup Nation, there you heard it from Allison. She gave you her top three tips and strategies to cross your 100K this year. And then she threw in the bonus round, right? And she gave you that, that fourth one. Allison, question on the bonus there, the fourth one there. For all the coaches out there listening who have services, um, specifically, how would they do a day rate? Say it takes, I don't know, uh, their typical client they work with for, uh, say, three months, um, for example, or six months for them to really get the results. What value could they add in a day? What might, do you have an example of what like, coaches out there could do? Because I know there's a lot of coaches that are going to get stuck on this question. I have super specific examples. I preach day rates. And the perfect thing is actually, I just hired a coach. We're going to do stuff for a couple months. And she's actually been on the podcast. My girl, Kimberly, Kimberly Lutz. She was on the 100K podcast. And we are doing a sleigh day. That's what she calls it. And so, yes, there's going to be ongoing coaching and support. But the sleigh day is for her, it's a half day where it's VIP, And it's got a specific plan where we're going to map through how to escalate income and certain numbers in the next 12 months. So it's a planning day and a session to walk through. Let's really 
get specific on, I have my business model. I have things that I do. Yes. But how can I grow it to the next level? Which is really important for me because I want to serve a lot more people. So I want to bring more income so I can keep putting that into the business and helping more people. So coaches, you can do, think about what people want from you and what is the way that you could almost escalate it the fastest. So imagine you do something over three months with people. And one day is this, if you work with businesses, maybe it's a planning session like that, where you're planning towards income um, or planning towards whatever goal. Maybe you help them launch courses. Maybe you help them take a new service off the ground and you go, look, in one day, we're going to do certain research. I'm going to map all the stuff out for you, A, B, C. And by the end of the day, you'll know how to take this next step or the next step will all be done. So one thing you can do is implement. I think implementing is huge because a lot of coaching is it takes more time. And so whether you're even a survey, copywriter, designer, a lot of stuff, I've heard this again, oh, but my process takes a long time. Look, I used to take months for all my branding processes, mm -hmm. but there's so much you can get done in a day. So what is something you can implement? Maybe you coach people through something you like more spiritual. So maybe that day you actually go, okay, you've been wanting to get deep on this one topic or go through a book in the Bible, if you're faith-based or whatever it is. And in this one day, we'll actually implement. So it's not just a coaching call, but we'll do stuff in the day because so many people, we have courses and we're learning and we're reading. And it's so refreshing to have a day where something is done by the end of the day. Whoa. I'm trying to think of like a scripture verse that we can implement today <laughs> in someone's life. <laughs> Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, how about thou shall not commit adultery? There's one, right? Oh, perfect. It's almost <laughs> relevant. It's, it's like today for this day rate, we're going to get rid of those. Never mind. Okay. Hey, you know what? You, you could be, okay, this is the day if you're fighting adultery, we're going to go through and actually delete the Tinder profile. We're going to delete your match profile. We're going to wipe out things on your browser. There's plenty of, you could do so much stuff in one day, the anti-adulterer package. Boom. <laughs> Oh there my is God. a rate for everything. I don't, your service, I promise you, because everyone who's ever come, I, I promise there's something you can do in a day that will change lives. And then people tell that to others. They're like, this is crazy. Last week after one day, do you know what listener, insert your name, did for me? And it's so powerful because people are used to things taking so long and waiting and being patient, right? Waiting upon the Lord. Here we are. But when you can get something done in a day, oh man. And it really does let you charge more for it. One caveat when you're marketing and messaging this, please focus on the end result. Focus on the value they get out of it, not on the six hour session. Because automatically, if someone hears 2000 divided by six, they might start going as an hourly rate. It's not an hourly rate because you do prep work before. You're giving them your whole day. Like for me, y'all, when I'm on a day rate, when I'm in coaching mode, I don't look at my email, my phone, anything. They are getting 150 million percent of Allison brain. And that already, that time and value of you, listener, it is important, it is worthy, and it matters. Mm, so powerful. Thank you for that extra <laughs> bonus question. And I'm glad I leaned in for the coaches out there. Oh. And I, I know you all like so grateful. Yes, you asked the question for me. <laughs> exactly. And I'm Allison, glad you Cheryl Sandberg did leaned in. Yes. And and Allison showed up and delivered for all of us. So again, we're speaking with Allison Evelyn Gower. You can find her at allisonevelyn.com. Allison Evelyn. 
com. Allison, welcome to my favorite part of the show. Welcome to the hustle round. This is where I'm going to ask you 10 quick fire questions. You'll have about three seconds to answer each. Don't overthink it. It's just for fun. Are you ready? Slap me in the face with them. Let's go. Let's go. What's your favorite thing about being an entrepreneur? Freedom. What's your least favorite thing? Taxes. <laughs> in terms of not paying them, I pay my taxes, but dealing with them. You're the, you're the first guest to ever say taxes. That's great. All right. Let's get real. And, had... and, yeah. Let's get real and raw. Okay. We're all humans. We're all struggling with stuff. What are you struggling with right now? Anxiety over what others think in terms of personal life more than business. Mm, I get that one. What are you most afraid of? Cockroaches. Cockroaches. Got it. <laughs> I guess there's a probably a deeper answer. Um, well, the fear of not living a life where I did everything I should have. Yeah. Like exterminate cockroaches. Uh, yeah, what did you speak? What did you spend way too much time doing your first year in this business? Oh my gosh. Overthinking every pitch email, every lead email. Oh, I don't even want to think about how much time I would look at. Oh, how much should I charge? Is this okay? Are they going to say yes? Hours. Hours. Mm. What secret fear do you have about people? Mm. That they're not quite as joyful or optimistic as I'd like to think. Mm, I get that. What do you wish you had learned sooner in business? To niche down specific, own who the heck I am. Mm, powerful. What's a new habit you want to form? Meditate for longer. How long are you doing now? Uh, about five minutes in the morning. I want to get to 15. 15, got it. What I could get you to 60. Would that <laughs> blow your mind? All right. Pick three. Uh, sorry, what's a bad <laughs> habit you want to break? Staying up too late when I know I should have gone to bed already. Yeah. Pick three words to describe who you are now. Quirky, zesty, savvy. Zesty. That's like a salad dressing. That's cool. Mm -hmm. Pick three words to describe who you are uh, your first year in this business. Scattered, stressed, feeling unworthy. And last question, if you could come back to life after you died, look your family and friends in the eye and give them only one piece of advice about life, about eternity, about everything, what would you say to them? Stop over compromising. It's not really helping the other person when you keep compromising what you actually want. <laughs> Powerful. Any final wisdom? What's the one thing you want my listener to know about making their first $100,000 this year? One, that it's absolutely possible, even if it feels far, you haven't quite made it there. And that truly saying the things you think don't matter, the little things about your day, your favorite type of coffee drink, what you overheard at a coffee shop, these little parts of your life, the everyday moments, those are what are going to get you to 100K, sharing those. People of reality, not the highlight reel. Mm, so good, Startup Nation. So good. All right. Uh, Allison, what's the best way for Startup Nation to get in touch with you if they so choose? You got any offers for them, any freebies, any bonuses, anything? What you got, girl? Oh, man. So, Allison Evelyn, two L's and an I, AllisonEvelyn.com. And again, I know how hard writing about yourself can be. And I created ad libs. They're fill in the blanks. But instead of being like a 17 magazine quiz, that or of thing you did in high school or middle school with your friends, these spit out instant so you website copy. So you just fill in the blanks, like what's your favorite drink from Starbucks? And you instantly have words you can put on your website that are not only for 
showing up as who you are, but convert dream clients. So this freebie is going to be at the link in the show notes. I'm telling you, I use it myself. I give it to my clients. These are what I use for these four-figure, five-figure projects I use. It's helpful. It's so helpful. Please download it. Get it. Startup Nation, I'm going to go there right now and do it for myself because I do not do well at writing my own copy, true story. And, uh, you know, Allison's really showing up here powerfully. And I know you're like me and you're listening to her and you're like, oh my gosh, she's so right. That's exactly what I need. That's what I want to do. That's what's missing. So listen, if you don't want to do it yourself, reach out to her. Go to her website, allisonevelyn.com or Go to her website and do it yourself, right? Either way, do it. It makes it, y'all, I have people do these ad libs and they DM me on Instagram showing screenshots of their website just from these alone. And it's also like how you feel when you finally show up as yourself. I mean, I believe God created each of us to be unique and have a zone of genius and have skills. Like the skills and talents you have are for a reason. They're not meant to be kept in. Your quirks are not meant to be kept in. They're meant to be shared and leashed upon the world. So these ad libs, they're a start. I just want you to be you. I want you to be you. All right, Startup Nation, go unleash yourself upon the world, as Allison said. Allison, thank you for being on your first 100K. I wish you God's love, peace, and joy in your life, girl. Ah, oh, thanks, Joseph. It has been quite the honor. Over and out with a curtsy. Startup Nation, you cannot show up authentically in your business without building faith in your business. If you want to have that conversation on the faith side of things, go check out my other podcast called Broken Catholic. On that show, I interview all different guests about why the world isn't working right now. Plus, I tackle unspeakable topics that you may secretly struggle with but won't admit. We got to get your faith right to get your business right. Go to BrokenCatholic.com. I'm Joseph Warren, and you were made for greatness. So stop being a wuss and start being a winner. Have a blessed day and I'll see you right back here next week.